What is going on? My name is Taylor, and this is Who Knows, a podcast that works to explore the simply complicated questions of life and promote a life of self-love, mental health, and creating your own normal. Don't worry, we are just as lost as you are. Hello! Ladies, gents, gender nonconformists, cats, dogs, rabbits, welcome to season two of Who Knows. I'm so excited for all that we have in store this season. I can't wait to share all these amazing conversations with you. It's great to be back. I'm so excited. So what's been going on? What the heck have we been doing for the last six months? Working? Yes, working, I promise. Um, So we have a couple of announcements. One, actually, the biggest one ever that I'm super excited about. We are legit AF, as the kids say. And we have a website, guys. (laughs) What? 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 Uh, Whoknowspod.com. It's amazing. I'm so happy about it. So over there, you'll see all of our latest episodes, uh, new blog posts that we're going to start doing whenever I have time and Maria has time, uh, updates, links to our Instagram and Facebook and a ton of other stuff. Um, and this is going to keep growing throughout season two and beyond, uh, cause we have a ton more stuff planned because guys, who knows is growing. The fam is growing. The brand is growing and I am loving it. We have a few shout outs this week. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm gonna keep saying that because I'm so excited about everything. Um, These are some amazing people who have been kind enough to give us a review on Apple Podcasts, which if you didn't know, that is one of the best ways to support us. Uh, So shout out to RJ from the D Podcast. Woohoo. And my boy Sugar from Sugar Sews, who was on last season. Yeah, these are two awesome people that have been supporting us like from day one, and they're great. So uh, review us on Apple Podcasts, um, and you will also get a shout out. Oh, the things. We're gonna talk about all the things. So we have a new segment on the show. Segments. We're all legit now with our segments. Um, So we have this segment is called The Things. And it's where I take some time to talk about a few things that I might be super into right now. um, Exciting things that happen like events or accomplishments or sometimes stuff that might be really difficult to talk about right now um, or like things that I'm going through uh, or that like, you know, the world is going through uh, that I, that I'm, you know, feeling. Um, So here are the things this week. Summer just happened and I get really anxious during the summer. I think it's a, a lot because one of the classic extrovert traits that I have is that I love to be around people. Um, sometimes I, you know, I enjoy my alone time, but a lot of the time I really do like to be around people or at least one person. Just like having them around or having somebody in the room, I don't know, it really does calm me. Yeah, so my anxiety has been like at an all-time high for the last like two months and some things have been sprouting up for me that have not really been a thing lately um or ever actually this is one of them um I really am having a 
hard time leaving the house, which counteracts the fact that I like want to be around people. Yeah, I don't know. I get really nervous to to leave. I'm afraid to go out into the world and be a human being because like, even though I like to be around people, I guess this is another clue is that I want to be around like my boyfriend or like people that I'm super close with that I don't really have to worry about like how I'm acting or what persona I'm putting on. Um, so yeah, it's, again, it it doesn't all sound like it makes any sense, but the moral of the story is that I've just been dealing with this anxiety that I never had before. And literally it feels like it came out of nowhere and all these things are coming up and I'm freaking out about them. And I really just don't know why. Luckily I am, I have the privilege to be able to afford to go to therapy and I've been doing that and it's been getting better. Um, and I'm really happy about that, but yeah, I don't know. It's just been really odd. And I don't know if it has to do with the fact that this is my last year in grad school. And then I like live my life, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> da, 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 da. No, but actually I I'm freaked out about leaving school, even though I'm excited about it. Like career stuff is going to start happening. I might move it's still really scary. And I don't know, it's hard for me to be transparent about that, even though I'm all, I'm all about, you know, let's talk about these things. But yeah, it's been a lot and I just don't really know what to do yet. Uh, Like I said, the therapy is helping and like, there's a lot of tactics that I'm working on with that, but it's been, um, it's been a little weird. It's been confusing. Uh, I'm not normally this person. I feel like I'm, I'm, things are coming up and I'm going to have to deal with them and I'm trying to face them head on and like really, really, uh, get to the root of it and work on it. Um, and it's going okay. It's slowly going, but hopefully, uh, I'll have updates and progress and I'll be able to share that with you guys. So yeah, so those are the things uh, this week. Um, If you have some things uh, that are similar to my things or your own things that you'd like to share with me, um, feel free to email us at podcastwhoknows at gmail.com or I love a DM on the Instagram. Um, I love talking in the DMs. So if you have anything to say, please tell me. Uh, We can talk about it and we can remember that we're not alone. So... Let's get to the episode, shall we? Um, this week I hung out with you know her, you love her. She edits the thing, the pod, my girl, my editor, my good friend Maria, um, Maria Wartell, who was on last season. Um, so if you listened before, you should know Maria. Um, but in case you don't, she is a freelance artist and podcast editor and producer based in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, some of the things that she does uh include she's all fat she's all fat um girl tales which is a new podcast um you should totally check it out and oh yeah um who knows right (laughs) but uh uh but yeah no we love her she's awesome um and maria and i for this episode Got to talk about one of my, and I think Maria's, favorite topics, roommates. Again, you love them, you hate them, but sometimes you gotta have them. Um, We talk about ways to make having a roommate a positive experience um, and how to be a good roommate yourself. Um, Because this is something I feel like 
so many people have had like really bad experiences with I used to say like oh it's a rite of passage to have a bad roommate like I would say your freshman year of college because everyone you know that was when I had my my difficult roommates um and I think maybe we just need to talk about it uh you know get it all out there baby and let's figure this out together uh so we can cohabitate so here's Maria and I talking about our different experiences with roommates stuff is weird and like not even just like college roommates like you don't know who they are but like I feel like I honestly feel like as you get older roommate stuff can be really really weird absolutely yeah so um I want to know what you think makes a good roommate um so I think communication is definitely key to a good roommate relationship just like any other relationship really you need to have good communication channels as well as be open to hearing somebody out and kind of just make it like a safe place where like you guys can talk about pretty much anything right right and I think that I think that that needs to be established early on I think that's Mm -hmm. like one of the most important things and like one of the biggest mistakes that I've made like in roommate situations is that you don't establish that right away. And then like later on you're like, Oh my God, like there's, we having issues. Why are we having issues? It's like, Oh, because we didn't talk about this before. Like communication is obviously like the number one, Mm -hmm. like you said, in any relationship, but like in roommate relationships, communicating early on and continuing to communicate Mm -hmm. on what you established beforehand yeah definitely I've had instances where like we started off having really good communication and then somebody probably me because I'm like a little bit more of a stickler got mad about something and then that person felt like they could never talk to me about that thing again right which you know kind of sucks and like I've I've like in the past tried to do the work to like reach back out to that person and kind of figure out where they're coming from, figure out what the problem is, but they still kind of had a wall up the entire rest of the time we lived together. And it was super unfortunate because then there was no room to like solve any issues. One of the things that really bothers me is when like there's an issue and like the person just like immediately makes it like, how dare you? Like, how dare Mm -hmm. you bring up this issue to me? And like, it's like, we're all adults here. Like, why can't we just like talk about this in an adult way? Like, I'm a very insecure person. Obviously, when people bring things up, I'm like, oh my God, I'm terrible. It's me. I'm the worst. But like, while that's a while that is also not the way to handle things, like getting pissed off and thinking that they're like attacking you, like I don't really understand why it's so difficult sometimes to just have like a conversation mm-hmm. about something without it being like an angry situation like can you just not do that or like can we talk about this thing and like I don't I'm I don't really understand why people shy away from that so much it is hard I'm the kind of person who like if there's an issue that I care about or it's with someone I care about or it's something that's just like affecting like my everyday life like I don't care if we have to talk about it like every day for an hour as long as we're like working towards resolving it. And I think some people just aren't willing to put in the effort and they'd just rather like live with it and kind of ignore things. But that's not how life works. No, it's really not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and, like people just want to hide from their problems all the time. And like, 
just let's just make it go away. Yeah, I did write a couple of other things for what makes a good roommate. Although like communication is definitely number one. There are other smaller things. For sure. Um, I think like someone who understands and is willing to put in like the 50-50 of like just general house upkeep, general just stuff that needs to get done. Or, you know, if you're living with more than one person, then like 33.3% each person, whatever, you know, (laughs) like just make it feel equal. I think personally, one of the most frustrating things to me is like when I feel like I'm doing more work or I'm worrying about more things and like the other person's just like, bills who cares and I'm like bills ah you know I care and it's like that may not seem like work but it's like I'm under stress about this and the other person like doesn't care and so it has to be something like everyone has to care about things and put in effort towards things and maybe not like maybe like you know one person is in charge of the bill so they're gonna be more on top of that and then but you know maybe some other person could be more in charge of like making sure chores get done yeah. and like you know you just have to find out a system that works and just make it feel like everyone is maintaining things yeah. equally and it's not all on one person right so i think that this might be the good time to put in my answer mm-hmm. because it's very concise and i think that a lot of what you're talking about will be able to go off of this okay it's the 3 c's listen up roomies it's Ooh. the 3 c's of being a roommate Cleans, mm-hmm. contributes, mm-hmm. communicates. That's so good. Did you think of that by yourself? Yes. That's amazing. That I should know. like be on posters. <laughs> Holy shit. We should put that in dorm rooms. Oh my God. That's so true though. Like <laughs> honestly, I could never like ask for anything more from a roommate than just fucking do those three things. Right. And let me tell you why cleans is its own C because that is like the number one people just like come out and they're like all right I'm living on my own now and they just like forget how they were Mm -hmm. raised or like really lean into how they weren't raised Mm -hmm. and like don't clean a dang thing and I'm like why is this happening and I always like try to be really understanding of that even if like I see that as like a a flaw and a bad habit or whatever I still try to be really understanding of just like how everyone just fundamentally is as a person yes so I always give my roommates like the little spiel of like I literally don't care what your room looks like as long as you keep the common areas clean right can you if we're sharing a bathroom like please keep that clean I really like my house to be presentable for people when they come over and also for myself that like just is one of the things in life that makes me happy. So like keep the living room clean. I spend a lot of time in the kitchen and I put an effort into keeping that clean. So like it's just like we're sharing stuff like you're ultimately sharing so many spaces and things. And it's like it's not really fair to the other person if you don't clean after yourself. Yeah. And no one's asking you to be like a complete neat freak like desanitizing everything every fucking night but like as long as you just think about the things that the other person might be using in terms of like space and things basic human respect yeah literally reality of the fact that you're living in a place with another person Mm -hmm. like and i don't care if it's your boyfriend your mom like anybody like you are living in a space and sharing a space with another person, like the, like the least you can do is just like, make sure that your stuff is out of the way. Make sure that you're like taking care of your, taking care of it. You're contributing to the whole of the household. Yep. Um, yeah. I also wrote down someone who respects you, which that has to do with it. Um, but then that also kind of has to do with like someone who understands 
you or at least tries to understand you as a person even if you have a roommate who you're like we're like so alike and it's really great like you're still different people right and everyone's gonna have their quirks everyone's gonna have things that like piss them off everyone's gonna have things they care about everyone's gonna have things they don't care about as much and like as long as you kind of put the effort into understanding who the person you're living with is even in the slightest bit it'll just help everyone because you can't spend time and share spaces with someone who like you don't know what their deal is right and i think i just thought of a fourth c of being a roommate compromise yeah you're going to have to make some compromises and like if you're not like the reality of the situation is if you're not willing to do that don't have like don't live don't find a place to live by yourself like if you cannot do these things don't be a roommate don't be somebody's roommate or like you know if you are in a situation where you do need a roommate and you know you sure as heck can't be clean, then, like, don't, like, be a slob and, like, spend all your time in the living room, you And know? also, I think potentially it would be nice of you to kind of be upfront with the person that you're oh, living with and be like, sure. hey, listen, I'm like not the cleanest person. Like if, and, and be willing to compromise and be willing to listen and be like, if I'm, if that's getting too bad for you, please let me know and I will work on it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be willing to work on it. Like comp- you have to compromise. Yep. I also wrote down that a good roommate should be someone that's like nice to be around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't want to like hate your roommate, which for we've sure. all been in those situations before. As we get older, it's kind of easier to be a little less reluctant to be just a nice person to be. Like, you know, like when I've had roommates in college and like someone pissed me off, we'd all just be like, ah, the worst. Where yeah. like, as now I'm like, okay, like we're maybe never going to be friends and we'd probably never hang out if it weren't for the fact that we were roommates, but like, I'm still going to be pleasant and like, right. we're all going to try to be pleasant around yeah. each other kind of thing. Uh, what do you think makes a bad roommate? So I've had my fr- fair share of bad roommates and I can, I can honestly say like someone who fails to communicate someone who's just like mean about stuff and like unwilling to like meet you in the middle if like there's an issue and they're just like fuck off I don't care like I've never really had someone say that but like they can mean things in that way with different words you know someone who's like really inconsiderate of like spaces and things and someone who fundamentally does not understand you as a person Mm -hmm. makes a bad roommate yeah um and I say all of these things because like if I circle back to myself, I, I'm pretty clean and I'm pretty minimalist and I like certain things a certain way (laughs) as we all do Mm -hmm. to like different degrees. Right. And so like I've had roommates who have used my dishes or my cups in a gross way that I wouldn't treat my own stuff. And it's just disrespectful because I'm like, I would never do this to like my belongings right but yet someone here is like doing these gross things to my belongings and that sucks yeah and you're just like it and it's like like the thing that's sticking out to me right now is i had a roommate one time where i was like where's this cup i don't mm -hmm. know where it is everyone has a cup story i swear to god right (laughs) uh we didn't like necessarily go in each other's rooms but i like literally was like so done with him at this point and like we were close enough to where like like if he found out that I went in his room and he got mad, like whatever, screw him. Um, but I went in, so I went in his room and the cup was under his bed with like a bunch of like moldy stuff in it. And like, why? Like how, how does that make any sense? Yeah. I've had roommates like use my cups and leave it in their car for like weeks. I've had a roommate once use a bowl to feed their dog. 
And it's like, it's not like that isn't as big a deal because like I might do that if I had a dog, but like you didn't ask and it's not your thing. It's as if, it's as if they didn't even stop to think how this would affect somebody else. Right. I've had roommates like completely ruin like some bakeware because they treat it poorly. They leave something stuck on it, scratch it. And I'm like, I would never do that to like my nice thing that I bought for myself because it makes me happy. And like you just like completely disrespected me by doing this. I'm curious if there really are people like that just genuinely don't care about stuff like that. There are. I there. would be like mortified. I would be absolutely mortified. I'd be like, oh, like I would probably cry. I would yeah. probably cry if I did that to somebody's stuff. Like, and, and even if it, even if it was a roommate that I like, because like right now I'm like picturing myself as your roommate and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I would never want to do that to you, but we're friends. So mm-hmm. it's like, obviously I would never want to do that to you. But like even a, like, let's call them a stranger, like somebody that I don't know that well, unless they really wronged me, like I'm going to have some shred of compassion. Oh, for sure. Them. If something happened, like if my friend was like, I'm in a pinch, I like, I'm having a terrible day. I just grabbed the first bowl and like put the dog food in it. I'm so sorry. Like I'll make it up to you. Like that wouldn't have bothered me at all. Right. If the person who like messed up a lot of my baking wear would have said like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I tried to make something and I like didn't know the correct type of care this dish needs. Right. And it's kind of ruined. I'll buy you another one. Or like, I'm really sorry. Like, is there any way I can make it up to you? I would not have been mad. Right. But it's like when I go to use my thing and it's like messed up and I'm like, what the hell? Like that's when I get angry. And then that's when you have to send the text, like, what the hell happened? And then they're like, uh, I don't know. Sorry. Like, and then it's like, it's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes, and especially, especially if you don't have some kind of like relationship with your roommate, like on a deeper level of just Mm -hmm. being roommates, it becomes like resentment builds up so quickly, so quickly. It's crazy mistakes happen like I've never I've like not always been a perfect roommate either I probably have done shitty stuff too yeah yeah but it's like as long as you're communicating about it yeah and like when somebody is communicating to you about something that you have done that that has caused them an issue or is a problem for them they're not trying to hurt your feelings. They're not calling you a bad person. They're just trying to talk to you. Literally. If you had one thing, like one piece of advice for dealing with somebody, like a bad roommate, that's just, you're, they're not communicating. You've tried all of your stuff. Like, what is a way that you can still inhabit your space without feeling uncomfortable in your space because I feel like that's something that can happen too is if you have a roommate that you don't like, you feel super uncomfortable in, in a place that should be like like comforting for you because that's home. Yeah, I'd say at that point, it's like you might have to take some drastic measures um, in the fact that you might just have to like be open and honest with them and be like, we need to have a serious talk Yeah, or like we can't keep doing this. Right. Um, And, you know, you don't have to jump to like, you feel terrible. You can never, you feel like you can never spend time at home. And then suddenly you're like, I'm kicking you out. Like you have to kind of be willing to at least talk about it. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, there's different circumstances, but I think for the majority of cases, 
just like have a flat out talk about it and be open and honest. Like if you're the kind of person that it's like really like confrontation is really hard for you, which like ding, 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 that's me. And like you have all these things built up, but you kind of don't have the courage or like the whatever you need to like kind of lay it all on the table because you're like, it's going to be a freaking whole lot of stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm just going to be like, I have like a list of grievances, like, you know, it might still just be worth it to do it anyway. Like, and, and I can say like, I've not done that. Like, because I'm like, I have all these things I hate and I'm just like, it's not even worth it to say them anymore. Right. Cause I was just like defeatist at that point. Cause I was right. like, whatever, they're moving out soon. It's fine. You know, if it's like a more long-term thing where like, you don't know when exactly they're moving out and you have to have this like big ultimatum talk of like, what the heck is going to happen? This isn't working. And, and, you know, open it up for both sides. Be like, let's r- both write down everything that just isn't working and then, like, we'll go through them one by one and, like, figure out a fix to them or right. something like that. But you really just do have to, like, lay it all out, I would say. is like, my biggest piece of advice that yeah. I have not even taken for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that I'm on the other side of this where, like, I'm very quickly ready at the height of my emotions mm-hmm. to make, like, very not good decisions. Like, I can, like, picture myself in a situation where I have a bad roommate and, like... The resentment, like I said, the resentment builds up Mm -hmm. really quickly and it becomes like very dark where you're like, I really freaking hate this person. Like they're the worst person Mm -hmm. ever. And like really, really bad. You like start thinking really, really bad thoughts about this person and you just want to go up to them and just be like, you just want to, you want to like, you want to get it out the way that you're feeling it right right at that moment where you want to be like, screw you. you. Like you're the little, like you're the worst person. I don't want to deal with you. I fucking hate you. I would say to really, really let yourself calm down Mm -hmm. and like really analyze the situation. Talk to friends Mm -hmm. that you trust about the situation. Kind of like really analyze what's going on. And then like Maria said, have that conversation. If the conversation doesn't go well, you do what what is best for you. Like even if that means like, it's like there's different situations where like if the person is is coming into your space, Mm -hmm. like where, as what you have, um, or if like you're in, like you guys came in on this together, Mm -hmm. maybe you need to move out. Like maybe that's what has to happen. Or like, maybe you need to take some kind of action to like get that person removed or like whatever it is, which might be a really hard situation and something that you don't want to deal with. But like ultimately having a bad living situation can wreck your life. Oh, for sure. Like it sounds dramatic to say well, that, it's but it's all so you, true. It's all you think about. And like, that's and actually, it's your home. Like it's it your is. Place. That's, and that's what I wrote down when, when I said a bad roommate is someone who's like inconsiderate of your, of your spaces and your things that as like materialistic and kind of dumb as it sounds like those things, like having space and having things that bring me joy are such a huge part of like self-care and decompression. And like your home should be the place you're like the most comfortable exactly. in. And when you can't have that, like that really fucks with your psyche and yeah. like you're just stressed out all the time and it's going to come out in odd places. You're going to be at work in a terrible mood. You're going to be mean to your friend because like you're already all, you have all this pent up anger and, and like resentment and you know, you should be able to go to your house and like be able to decompress, relax, do the things that you want to do, do the things that bring you joy, the silliest stuff, like take your shoes off, lay down on the floor, whatever it is like you're into. Yeah. And if you can't do that because of your roommate, like that sucks. Right. And you shouldn't be confined. Like I want to, I just want to put this out there is, is that 
you should not be confined to doing those things in your room. The common spaces are yours too. Like, right. I, I'm just like picturing all the people out there that like are like me and sometimes think that they deserve less than they actually do. And like, no, you deserve to have a place to live and people that you live with that are conducive to happiness. Like you, that let you have a happy life. You should try to make roommate situations work, but you don't have to just deal with them. Like you don't have to deal with them when they're bad. Right, right. We've given you, we've told you a lot about roommate stuff, but now I think what we're going to do is we're going to give you guys some some things to hold on to some some like some things that you can apply in your real life um and i'm gonna go first uh the first one that i think uh kind of ties in a lot of what we've been talking about and it's just like a thing that you can do is house rules yes that's like because like right off the bat you're communicating that's like the moment where like everyone's like oh i'm i'm really this or like i'm really that. I just, i'm just picturing those moments where everyone's like in the living room talking about like oh me too oh i'm like this i'm like that which is great like it you can you're communicating you're establishing a relationship with your roommates you're doing something together that shows that you care about the space that you're living in and then when if Let's be positive. If things go sour later on, you have something that you all, there's no denying that you all agreed to these things and you can refer back to them. And that's the most important part though, is that you have to like agree to them because, um, I had one year where I lived with three of my friends and kind of four of my friends, really, we made a house rules, Google doc thing. And people were just kind of spitting things out. Like, like, no crazy noise after 10 because that's what someone wanted and we wrote it down but we never talked about if everyone was on board with that right so of course like half the rules on our house rules things didn't get fought like didn't right. like yeah so like you have to be like here's a rule how does everyone feel about that and then if someone's like i'm a night owl like i don't go to sleep till 1 a.m and i like that's the time i like to do my dancing like you know something crazy <laughs> me <laughs> And someone's like, I love waking up at five in the morning every morning and I like to be in bed by 930. Like you guys got to come up with a solution there. Compromise. Yeah, exactly. And then and make that the house rule. You know, don't make a house rule something that is not going to be able to be followed by anyone. That's a really good thing to think about. I guess this one kind of goes in with it, but to just have a meeting like if if you guys are moving in together or if someone is moving into your place, you know, give it like a week to settle and then kind of just like sit down with them and be like, okay, cool. So like, let's talk like what our schedule is going to look like. Right. What like bad, ha- like I always like telling people I like to leave my shoes everywhere. Like it's a terrible <laughs> habit I have and I try to pick them up like at the end of the day. But sometimes you might come home and there might be like a pair of shoes in the kitchen, a pair of shoes in the living room and like a pair of shoes in the bathroom. No, the bathroom one would never happen. (laughs) But you know, like I have a weird, that's a weird habit I have. And I am super upfront about that. And I think if you can be upfront about like your quirks, your habits, good or bad, like anything they might know, like I have to tell people I do podcasting work. And so sometimes like I'll be in my office and you'll, you'll hear me talking to no one because I'm recording something. Right. Like, and just let them know if it's, you know, in case it's going to bother you or in case you just are home and you're like, what is going like, you know, so there's no confusion. Like people should know like everything. I think, I mean, you don't have to tell them like literally everything, but they should know. Yeah. And I think that the all encompassing thing here is 
establishing things early on, like not letting it get bad and then trying to do this, like it never works. Like never like having, like having these conversations after things have built up just never works. Like just the preemptive strike is always the way to go. Yeah. We're going to end this in obviously the best way possible. We've been hinting at all of these. (laughs) We've been hinting at this cast of characters. You know them. You love them. Our terrible roommates of the past. (laughs) So we're going to each pick one good roommate story. I know that we probably have a million of them. I have like, I have literally all of my roommates written down. I'm going to give an honorable mention to Kyle Grimsley, um, that big giant bear that I live with right now. Love him very much. But when you live with your significant other, the only advice that I can give you is that like y'all are going to have different ways of living and just like with normal roommates, you're going to have to compromise, but like you're also going to have to look that person in the face sometimes and be like, fuck, am I going to want to marry you if this is the way that you are? <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, when you're with your significant other, like obviously don't give them a pass on everything, but be kind to them, especially because you love them. And like, really, I would say really work on communication and compromise in that situation. But, um, but anyway, Maria, take it away. Okay. I'm going to give the weirdest one. It's the one I tell everyone oh. just cause it's really out there. And you'll have just as many questions as I still have to this day. Please send us questions via email, <laughs> via Instagram, because you're going to have them. If this is a story that I'm thinking it is, you're going to have them. Okay. So one roommate, we need a nickname for them. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay. Um, we can, oh, can we, I was going to say, because I think my roommate is going to be a girl that I talk about. Mm-hmm. So I'll call them Bonnie and you can call yours Clyde. Clyde. Okay. So Clyde. <laughs> so Clyde. Um, was we just fundamentally were such different people and he was all up in my grill all the time and I really did not like that but one of the things he would always ask me was about my schedule and I could have been a little bit more upfront about it I will admit that but my schedule was just very inconsistent at this point in time so it was kind of hard for me to give him a clear answer one day he like asked me when I was coming home and I think I was like already on the way home. So I was just like, well, I will be there in like five minutes. So like might as well not answer. Um, And I got home and Clyde's car was not in the driveway or it was, I don't know. I thought there was nobody home. And so I come home and it was one of those days where I was just like starving. And I like on the drive home, I was like visualizing what I was going to make myself for dinner. And I was like, I'm so happy. I'm going to go straight into the kitchen, take off my shoes and make myself some food. And leave them in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I put my stuff down. I go into the kitchen, which is at the very back of my house. And I walk past my little dining room table, which is kind of, um, it's kind of lower than a normal table. So Um, it wasn't like in my line of vision straight away and I noticed that there's stuff on it, but I didn't really know what. And I like start taking stuff out to make, I turn around and I look at the table and I'm going to do my best to describe what was on the table. So first in the centerpiece, you have a, a loaf of bread in the bag. I think it was giant bread. Um, just open a few slices have been eaten. A few slices are kind of out surrounding it in kind of almost like a shrine way but not really is an assortment of dildos and butt plugs and maybe a vibrator I didn't look too hard because at this point I was like what the fuck is going on (laughs) (laughs) um and then upon 
just a further second of inspection, there was just like a book of like sex stuff. Maybe like a manual on how to clean them. I really that I've heard this story and I'm still like, what is happening? I'm still not really too sure. So I see this and I'm like, what the actual fuck? So many questions in my mind. Like one, like, did you just buy like a new set of dildos? Cool, I guess. Two, are you cleaning them? Are you using my dining room table to clean your fucking sex toys on? Three, why is there bread? Like that Where's question, the bread? The that bread. question still haunts me to this day. We need a sticker. Where? Why what's is, the bread for? What was the bread for? What was the what bread was, for? Did he get hungry? Like, was he having like a midday snack? Was he using? I don't want to know. Really? Oh my! God. Don't don't want to know. And um, four, where the hell is Clyde? Where is Clyde? <laughs> Why is this just on the table Clyde, and like no one else to be seen? You're not here to explain this. Maybe he heard that you, maybe he ran no, out. No, I'll tell you exactly where he was. Oh, oh. Um, so I literally, it was like a fight or flight thing. I was like, I don't know how to deal with this. And I just went to my room. <laughs> And I was like in my room and I closed the door and I was like, what the hell do I do? I really want to eat my food, but I don't want Clyde to walk in on me in the kitchen with all his sex toys and his loaf of bread out there. <laughs> Sorry, the loaf of bread. The just loaf of bread. Gets so I'm in my room kind of like thinking like, do I text him? Do I say something? Do I like knock on the door on his bedroom door? Like, is he in the bedroom? Is he in the bathroom? Like, what do I do? And as I'm thinking all this, so like this all happened very quickly. Um, the front door opens, or I guess I hear someone on my front porch um, kind of like hurriedly opening the door. Door opens really fast, slams. Hear footsteps running to the back of the house, to the kitchen. I hear like a swish of like things getting collected and another door slams shut. So here's the thing. I have a family dollar in front of my house. So I'm guessing either like batteries were needed or like something was missing. Clyde was like, I know Maria's at work. I'll just run over for a minute, get whatever I need, run back. But in that time I got home and I discovered his little dildo shrine. Right. And then he freaked out and like grabbed it all and locked himself in his room. Right. I do. I, at first I was like, I don't remember this part, but now, now it's coming back to me when you told yeah. me that story. Initially. It was never spoken of about ever it's so good and this happened very early on literally it's like doesn't even sound real but i know that it is it was 100 real so i believe it oh god do you think he's gonna come after me for come after us clyde at me uh i i have been known to have told a few of the stories and he and his friend came after me for it yeah there are more the enemy there yeah bills getting paid with pennies oh yeah that was the other one that i wanted to say was talking about paying your bills oh yeah just fucking pay your bills yeah people. just pay i just wrote <laughs> or if you can't talk about it yes anyway roommate story taylor okay so i so i think this is this is a good one um so bonnie had a <clears throat> I don't actually know how old he was. We were freshmen in college. Mm -hmm. She was also a young freshman in college. So I think she was 17. We were all 18. Mm -hmm. Bonnie had, I want to say, a 32-year-old boyfriend. Bonnie. I'm going to say that he was about 32. Um, I'm pretty pretty certain that he sold drugs. Oh, fun. Um, I'm pretty certain he didn't have a job. 
Um, and he lived with us in our dorm room. Oh shit. Um, we had, I was lucky enough to live in like nice dorm rooms where like we all had our own room and then like shared a common space. So he like lived in her room, but he was like always at our house, like all the time. So I was just like, okay, whatever. This is weird. But like, you know, I, this is like the first time I'm experiencing like others other people like who you know like that's the one thing and like I will say about like freshman year of college is like the doors just like open <laughs> like yeah. you may have thought you lived life until you met all these strangers I always uh, cut my door closed <laughs> oh I meant like life like oh <laughs> the door opens on life I meant I meant my literal dorm room oh yeah I was like N- this is the only piece of privacy oh I have. yeah for sure <laughs> but um but yeah you just, you think you know about life until you go to college. Um, but anyway, so, so I had a Nintendo Wii and I was a very big fan of playing Just Dance. Uh, still am. Uh, <laughs> let me know if you want to play sometime. So, so I had a Nintendo Wii and I l- left it in the living room one time. I, because I was playing, I was playing Just Dance and, you know, I just like left it out there and um, it was out there for a couple of days. It wasn't that big of a deal. And then um, one day, uh, it was the day that I was going to see. I was going to see Soja back, back when I was into reggae. Um, <laughs> I, so I was going to my Soja concert. And I was so excited. It was the greatest day ever. Like I was like, I'm going to see Soja. And so I went with all my friends to see Soja. And I met. Uh, the lead singer that night and it was so awesome it was the greatest night ever it was so fun I was like on cloud nine right and then you got home I come home Bonnie's door is like completely destroyed what like my guess is that he kicked the door in oh my god and her door frame was like completely destroyed like and her door was like half off of her oh my god like door frame off the hinges and my Nintendo Wii is gone and all the games are gone and all the controllers are gone. What the fuck? So I still to this day don't know exactly what happened. Um, The only reason that I'm assuming that he stole it is because my other roommate who coincidentally was friends with Bonnie, um, she didn't like Bonnie's boyfriend and was like totally like they, you know, they were kind of get it. There was like, things were kind of tearing them apart. So Bonnie's friend, my other roommate told, told me that that's what happened. She was like, I bet you that Bonnie's boyfriend took it. I'm, I'm going to bet that's what happened. Like she, she might've even a couple of days later told me that Bonnie mentioned something about him like taking it and pawning it or whatever. The fuck? Um, but yeah, uh, and I hate, I hate to, I hate to end the story this way because again, I'm the person that wants to give people the benefit of the doubt. But if you live with people that are a little shady or like you don't really trust that well, don't leave your valuables out. Mm -mm. Like, I hate to say that it can happen. Like your stuff can get stolen. Um, and it sucks because you're, it's again it's your house it's your home it's where you live it's supposed to be your safe place you're supposed to have like somewhat of trust with these people yeah I've never like through all like my weird roommates I've had I've never had someone who stole or like who I didn't trust 
All right. Um, I think that about wraps it up for the episode. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like you said everything you wanted to say? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you got something out of this episode, whether it be how to make a cohabitation more enjoyable or how to be a better cohabitor, habitator, hobbit potato, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Um, Anyway, I hope that you got some great roommate tips. <laughs> um, as always, we encourage you to go out in the world and have conversations like these with people in your life. Um, the more conversations like these we have, the less we feel so alone um, in trying to figure out life and the closer we feel to those that we love and to those that we've just met. Uh, finding that common ground, just have a conversation. Uh, and most importantly, you deserve happiness. You deserve a life you enjoy, and you are not alone in trying to find it. If you want to stay up to date with episode releases or see cute pictures of cats, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Who Knows Pod. We are also on Facebook at Who Knows. We feature cats on our Instagram story every episode release day. So if you want to send us a picture of your cat or dog or honestly any animal, we love pets except lizards. I will literally cry. Please try not to send me pictures of lizards, but I will also try to love everyone. Uh, if you want to send us a photo, send it over on our Instagram and we will feature your pet on the day that we release new episodes. You can also visit our website, dun, 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 um, who knows pod.com. And if you want to send us a question, we can answer it on the show. You can email us at podcastwhoknows at gmail.com. The best way to support us is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you hate us, you know, just tell one of your enemies about us and maybe they're petty and they'll review us and listen to us just to spite you. That's the tea. <laughs> And if you leave us a review, we will give you a super awesome shout out on the show. This podcast was hosted and produced by me, Taylor Dankovich, edited and co-produced by Maria Wartell. Our intro music is by Chris Williams, and our outro music is Links by Software. Thanks again for listening. Who knows who's out there, but I love you, and you are amazing. the trash.